Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Bria and a Blunt. Have you guys ever been like super super excited about starting something or just moving on into a new phase of your life or even if it's not that deep and you you just got something new a new game or uh you just got interested in a new hobby and you got all the supplies for it and you want to begin right and then you don't (laughs) you don't touch it you don't play with it you don't start it you don't do anything even though you're fully prepared and you had all the energy and the excitement and you you felt ready, right? And then you just like didn't get into it. I don't know. I I I do this all the time. I'm I call it or I I like to say that it's paralyzing yourself by preparing too much. And maybe I heard that somewhere, but I just think that sums it up perfectly. Like when it comes to something I really want to do or that even just looks interesting and it's not even something I'm like, oh, I'm so in love with this and I need to do it and I'm just so called to it. Like something that I'm just like, wow, like I wonder if I could get good at that or I wonder if I could enjoy that or I wonder if I could be consistent with that, um, such as this podcast. <laughs> and then I don't like... I have all the equipment, I have all the tools, I have a ton of ideas, and for some reason, I just stop, I just stifle, like I just sit in one place and doubt myself, mainly, and I'm just, I guess I'm wondering if you guys ever do that, because I don't want to feel so alone. (laughs) I guess my biggest issue, and the underlying reason for this is the fear of failure. So we could just call it what it is, you know? I don't like to fail. I don't like to do things poorly. I don't like to be rejected or, you know, to not get the job or not get the grade I wanted or um, I guess not be externally validated. So if I'm going to dig a little deeper, expose myself a little bit more... I think that's where the fear of failure stems from because I've always known I've had a fear of failure. And I think a lot of people would say that the fear of failure isn't necessarily a bad thing until it is par- like paralyzing you from continuing anything or finding enjoyment in what you're doing. And so like on one side, the fear of failure can look really good. Like, of course you don't like to fail. Who likes, who likes to fail? Come on. And not wanting to fail usually means that you're striving for success. Um, but I think if any of you have done sports, like oftentimes a coach will say, like, are you playing to win or are you playing not to lose? And that's what I refer back to in my head, at least when I'm like, you know, fear of failure is not a bad thing. Ha ha ha. Like, I just really like to be good at stuff and a perfectionist and whatever. And I'm like, no, that's not even... That's not even the root of it all. It's like, I'm really playing not to lose. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. Like, I'm just trying to do what it takes to fulfill whatever this this need is or something like that. 
You know, I'm making myself feel really good by doing a bunch of research about wanting to start something. Like, I've been on a spiritual... (laughs) I've been on, like, a spirituality, meditation, you know, finding myself, inner enlightenment kind of journey thing for a little while. And I would realistically say that I started this and became interested in it like started doing research in it and all that stuff back in high school like when I was probably like 17 so for me to now finally be getting to it is because like I've done so much research there's really nothing that I'm looking up or learning now other than you know different perspectives but there's no like factual evidence and history and knowledge like that that I'm finding that's super new I've been preparing myself to do this for so long and I just never have because I'm like what if it doesn't work? Like, what if the enlightenment and the awakening and the joy and, and just the journey, the whole journey, even the lows, like, what if the whole experience that other people have is not going to happen for me? Like, I'd rather just not try and say that I didn't fail, than try it and be like, wow, like, something I really wanted isn't for me. And I would say that being or Being raised in, growing up in an environment that was very, um, we were driven to be successful and to be intrinsically motivated and to want the best for ourselves. That's how I feel like I was raised. To strive for the best because why not? Like, isn't, isn't that what you want? Of course you want to be the best. Of course you want to get the best grades you can. And not even in a competition type of way, even though a lot of cases it is, you know, sports and academics were set up in a competitive manner. Um, but like, you just want to set yourself up for the best possible situation in life, you know? So I think that's what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I'm preparing so much to set myself up for like the best smooth sailing possible experience with, whatever it is that I'm preparing myself for. So whether it be like a homework assignment that I put off forever because I'm like taking notes and like looking this up and doing whatever when really I could just write the damn essay or put together the PowerPoint. <laughs> I, I'm i just setting myself up to be like so efficient and neat and perfect. And it's like, why don't you just learn on the way? have fun stumbling. You might learn something new. You might come up with a better plan if you don't just stick to this one that you've been preparing for this whole time. Because what ends up happening and what I've yet to wrap my brain around is that whatever happens is going to happen regardless of if you like overly prepared yourself or not. I'm I'm not saying that if you had a hand in something that like it's still going to turn out fucked up. Like if you cleaned the kitchen, it's not still going to be dirty. But if you're like preparing yourself to clean the kitchen, buying all the soap, you know, getting getting the paper towels ready and all that stuff and then you don't do it, like your kitchen's still going to be dirty, dude. So back to the fear of failure being more about Um, trying to get external validation, I'm not going to preach anybody else's life for them. This is how I'm feeling about myself. Maybe if you feel a little called out, I mean, if the shoe fits, (laughs) you might want to look into yourself a little bit right now. But what I'm talking about is me. So I think my fear of failure comes from wanting to be accepted, wanting to be validated or even praised by other people or recognized for what I've done or the work I've done or like how hard I've worked, which 
once again, to a certain extent, like doesn't sound terrible or like the worst thing in the world until that's all that really matters. And I wouldn't say that's true for myself. Like that is definitely not all that matters for me. And I'm, I've been working on, still am working on, you know, accepting myself, validating myself, doing things for sheer enjoyment because I'm happy with them. And if you don't like this painting, it doesn't matter. And also, like, this is a side note that still kind of applies. I just think in our generation period and with the social media, internet thing, you know, popping off when we were young, so that's all we ever knew. Like, it's it's a habit and it's pretty normal to post everything that you do, everything that you create, and everything that you have like anything that could get attention or potentially be monetized you want to post you want to put out there and it's also fun to just show off the things you do enjoy the things you have created but it's like for me sometimes part of the reason of posting things I've created like for say my paintings or just pictures I've taken where I'm like really trying to to make something artistic out of the photo I do like to see if people respond well to it. I do like to see if people like it because that is validating. And as much as I enjoyed doing it in the moment and stuff, like if someone were to be like, damn, this is fucking trash on the internet, I'd be like, damn, that hurt. Like, damn, I really spent an hour painting this or whatever. I really enjoyed it in the moment and stuff. I just wanted to share what I created and what I loved and someone just shat on it. Like... That would hurt. And then I would look at my painting a little different, you know? And that's on me, personally. Like, yeah, it's kind of on that person for being a dick. Like, you really didn't have to do all that in this hypothetical situation. But that's on me for not having the the validation in myself, the confidence in myself, the security in myself and what I'm creating in my work. So... That's that's what I'm trying to get to is the bottom of this hole that I dug. And the metaphorical hole is me preparing all the time trying to be the best I can possibly be so that I don't fail at all and so everything goes smoothly and perfectly so that nobody could say anything bad like that's my hole that I dug and in order to get out of it I've just gotta look at myself do I like my painting do I like my work do I like my photos And if you find yourself in this same metaphorical hole, it might not be as deep. (laughs) Um, Maybe maybe you just didn't realize that a little self-validation would go a long way. And talking to yourself in the mirror in the morning, like, you're beautiful, man. You're smart. You're funny. I like you. I think that from all this preparation and paralysis that I give myself, it really just makes whatever it is I'm doing unenjoyable and difficult. So I need to keep recognizing in myself when it is I'm doing this. Like, I think that's the most important thing when it comes to any type of mental health issue, but specifically anxiety and depression, because those are the only ones I can personally speak on, is... When when you recognize finally that you're doing it or that something's happening or the way you're feeling, like if you're able to be aware of it, that is like such a crucial step. So for me, being aware of myself over preparing, like I have to mark down a date 
Like, wow, I my interest was really sparked on this day for this thing. Like, I've been really interested in this spirituality stuff. I bought books about it. I've been doing research. I've been watching YouTube videos. I've been looking at blogs. I've been on the internet reading articles and looking into the history. I've been doing all this stuff for consistently a few months now like I've had my my interest peaked and I've been looking into it kind of and maybe incorporating a few small practices here and there like I have some crystals I meditate I do my yoga I do my breathing um but I never dove into it so deeply until a few months ago but even then like months really (laughs) for what for what Bria why are you spending months researching something that's a practice something that you just have to like hands-on and get to know which is most things that I tend to do this for which is most things in life really you just gotta kind of do it and figure it out especially because if something doesn't come with written instructions like there's a difference between building a desk there's only one way to do it probably that's the right way that it was made to be built in that way it comes with written instructions Things in your life, things that are subjective, things that you're just interested in that aren't that deep, that aren't that rigid, that aren't that structured, don't come with instructions because there's so many different ways to do them. And it takes your creativity and your imagination to do them anyway. So I just keep having to remind myself and being aware of the fact that I'm trying to make everything like ikea furniture in life where there's one way to do it and it's got to be perfect and that's how it should be done and that's that that's it no no i've got to diminish that whole line of thinking and just go with things like gosh just flow just let things happen and stumble and try again like when I do just go for something say I do fail I'm like oh my gosh I quit (laughs) I'm never gonna be good at it I'm a failure f minus just try again just get back up like as I'm taking on yoga these last few days I've been falling I've been realizing I'm super out of shape I've been recognizing where my posture is just absolutely terrible and where all my pain is from and blah, blah, blah. All these things that I can look at as failures and as negative aspects. And I keep choosing to get up. I keep choosing to try again. I keep doing it the next day. Um, and I'm trying to remain consistent. So that's that's all I recommend if you can relate to any of this podcast so far is that you stay aware of what it is that's paralyzing you or the fact that you have this pattern if you do like be aware of the fact that you tend to do this so next time I'm interested in something or even just the things I haven't gotten to yet when I finally do build up this courage to tackle it or to start it I'm like you know what this is supposed to be fun this is a hobby or just an interest this is just supposed to be something that I can look into it doesn't even have to define me You're allowed to choose the things that define you. And yet again, that's another thing that I try to remind myself. Like, here's all these things that I I try to remind myself. I don't want you to think it's like a list or something. But these are just, as my mind's running right now and I'm going off on this tangent, I just remember things that I specifically have said to someone else or (laughs) to my therapist or whatever 
um, that resonate and that end up relating to all of these quote unquote issues that I find in my life. So I think that you can choose what defines you. You can choose what things that you try and either you fail or you succeed matter. And if you did something and you failed and that's so heavy on you, then yeah, maybe it's defining you. Maybe it is right now, at least. It doesn't have to forever. Um, Maybe you failed at something and you laugh it off. You tried again and you succeeded. Or you were like, that's not for me. And you moved on. That doesn't have to define you. You just tried something. Like I played tennis for like two weeks when I was like, I don't know, 10. And I was not Serena. And therefore, (laughs) I stopped playing it. That doesn't define me, though. I'm not a failure at tennis. I'm not terrible at tennis. I'm sure if I tried again, I could get decent at it. But, you know, you try things and you succeed and then it's really good and it becomes your career and like da 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 down that amazing path, too. Like, then it does define you and you chose that it defined you. And that's what you wanted to define you if that's the route you went. So I think like... Things aren't so structured and rigid, and I'm just learning now how to loosen up and be funny. Um, Not be funny, I've always been hilarious, but I just mean (laughs) laugh at myself, Um, feel funny, feel lighthearted, and feel that every decision and choice that I make and thing that I choose to do and interest that I, I follow isn't like the thing that makes me isn't the thing that I'm gonna have to do for the rest of my life or that anyone will remember me for or any of that stuff like I don't know why I always feel like someone's watching but no one is no one's freaking watching thank you guys so much for listening this one was a little bit rambly today um But either way, I'm so glad that you guys are listening to it. And if you related to it in any way, if you feel like you do this sometimes, I hope that you start something that you've been putting off this week. I hope that you put your foot down and you get creative and you just go with it. And if anyone who's listening wants to contact me via email, let me know any comments or questions or even topics to talk about. Or if you just want to reach out to me on social media, on Instagram or Twitter, all of that stuff will be in the description of this podcast. So thanks again.